0: Hey, this is Charlene from Craft Savvy Market. I'm one of the four founders. We are back with part two of our episode um, about how to rebuild when you are having a tough time and that's personally or with your business, just really how to come back and and navigate through really tough moments um, in your life and just in your business. Uh, So we're in season four. We're talking about building the maker while you're building your business and doing that work. Um, So in this episode, um, we're really continuing the conversation about dealing with challenges. And we're talking specifically about what helped us get through the challenges that we faced um, and really the lessons that we learned that we're going to take forward with us as we, as we move on. So join in um, and listen to the second part of the conversation. If you didn't hear part one, make sure you skip back to the previous episode and listen to that and then come back for part two. But, um, I want to ask, um, any of you, like if there are events in your life that prepared you, whether you knew you were being prepared or kind of after the fact you were like, okay, God, God was definitely preparing me with that experience. Are there things that you guys, experience that help you navigate the challenge you talked about? <laughs> uh.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I don't think there's anything that can prepare you for losing a loved one. I, I, and I think um, mm. both of the, the losses I talked about were sudden. So it wasn't necessarily that the people were like, you know terminally ill or anything so that i i couldn't be prepared for it. that was just i had to be there in the moment and i had to just walk it through um in terms of the shifting of priorities if you will um i think a lot of that for me just like i said i was i was at a natural kind of pause, if you will, with the business, so it wasn't a big surprise. But I think in my my personal relationship with God, I think that I was just learning, you know, again, you know, how to hear how to hear God's voice, how to be confident in that, and how to obey. And so for me, kind of knowing, okay, this is not really something I'm supposed to be pushing to 100% at this time. Um because of my past experiences with listening to God and and knowing where He was pressing me or pushing me, it, it I mean, maybe that was preparation, maybe that was why it wasn't a big struggle for me, because I was like, okay, this this is, isn't it in this moment, and that's okay. <laughs> Let me move on and do the thing that I'm supposed to do. But certainly other experiences with God really impressive things that I needed to do. Of course, you you put it, you sometimes delay it because you have all these questions. So yes, prior experiences with what am I supposed to be doing? Is it this? Um, or I think this is what I'm supposed to do, but I don't have all the answers and I'm going to try to figure it out before I do it. Um, just those prior experiences of trying to do that, knowing how those ended was like, okay, if if God, this is what you're telling me to do in this season with my business, then I'm doing it. I don't, I'm not, I don't have to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to know, okay, I need to come back in October. I need to come back in November. I don't have to know those details. So, but that came with prior experiences where I was trying to know the details and where I wanted to know everything and, and seeing, um, how that was working out, if you will, and so when this opportunity came to say, "Okay, you, I need to pause on this and focus on this," I didn't feel like I had to ask all the questions. It was like, "Okay, just show me what to do with the, this thing that I am supposed to focus on." So, yeah, I, I don't know if every challenge you're able to prepare for or you are prepared. I think some some of the preparation, like what you were saying with um, your business challenges with um, the factory and wholesaling. Um, You know, that was a new place for you. I I mean, I'm sure you've been through challenges at work before, but some of those things were new for your business It's one thing. If you're doing something for somebody else's business, Mm. but for your own personal business, you are taking the hits. (laughs) You are like, It's you, you're taking the losses. Whereas if you're navigating it or you're doing it for your nine to five, that's somebody else's loss. You're helping them recover. But Mm -hmm. when it's your losses, I'm sure that's different, that's new. So you had to figure it out in the moment. (laughs) Yeah, and I think one of the things you said was, you know, just being humble that I don't, I, I didn't know the answers, but I had to humble myself and suck it up and figure out how do I um, recover, which was something I wanted to ask you, but I guess we're past that, but just like
0: the recovery Mm -hmm. process from that setback. Yeah, I mean, it was hard. I mean, it was just kind of like, you just gotta keep slogging this thing. I mean, part of it was like, you've made investments and you just need to see it through. It's almost like, having a baby and like letting the baby dangle out was like you You just got to keep passing through this and i don't know i mean i think a lot of it was just kind of one bite at a time like that was bad that was painful and just it was embarrassing i mean to have someone email me like i don't know what she thinks she's doing this is horrible she need i'm sending all of it back and all my money back it was just like <laughs> i actually already used that money to buy someone else's order so it was I don't know. I I think it was just like, literally, I would pray like, God, give me the grace to do this one next thing. Okay, give me the grace to do next week. Give me the grace to do the week afterwards. Because I think when you fail so badly, you just want to crawl in a ball and be like, I don't want to do anything. I just give up. And I don't know. It was just kind of like, I'm going to just keep putting one foot in front of the other, asking for grace. I mean, literally, I have prayers in my journals. Like, God, please bring me on the other side of this chapter. So like please just 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 see me through give me favor with these stores. give me favor when stuff is late favor me and and he did I mean it's like I don't know there was stuff that was jacked up and they accepted it no problem so even when it was bad God still had mercy my factory could have been like we out too much of a pain in the butt my showroom could have kicked me out and even when it was bad, I was like, okay, God, you 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 gracing me to stay up late, that the, the factory is responding to what I'm asking to do. So some of the stuff you just gotta go through it, y'all. I, I mean, I don't know if that makes sense, but you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and literally praying, like, help me to get from step D to E. I, I don't I don't know about Z, just get me from D to E. Literally. And it's like somehow you end up at Z and it's like, wow, God, that was you. You know, so um No, I appreciate what you said about a lot of stuff. You won't be prepared for it. It's like, I haven't been in this neighborhood before. I haven't been in this situation before. And I think there is a lot of, um, you gotta have to depend on God more when you get into those spaces. Because for me, you know, I like to kind of go through my mental Rolodex and say, well, this is similar to this. This is similar to that. And, you know, as you grow, God puts you in different places. It's like, I haven't been in this situation before. I have no clue what to do. And I think, A lot of those moments, God's calling us to be more dependent on him and to listen to him and to sit with him more than we normally would if it was like, oh, yeah, 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 I know this. I've dealt with this before. So I think Mm -hmm. that has been that was a blessing of a lot of the stuff that I went through this year that it did make me more dependent on God and more in a space of God help me. Because the last time I thought it was going to be easy breezy, it wasn't. So like help me to know how to approach this. Just help me. And I think that's a benefit of some of these really hard things that we experience. We come out believing God more. We come out a little bigger than what we started.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Um it, any minor, uh, or yeah. any things that you guys would say prepared you or
2: not? Uh, well, I what I wrote to I think every you cover it a little bit, John covered cover a little bit. I was just honestly there's no um there's no manual for struggles <laughs> life is not scripted because business is not scripted. If it was scripted, I think it would take the fun out of it, it would take the testimony out of it, you know, it would take just the process out of it, so there won't be something we talk about or sit here and, and share. So because of that. I think those struggles that I went through or that I am going through is not scripted. So just knowing that, I mean, I just have to go with the flow, like to say, go with the flow, just take each day at a time. Um, And in taking each day, what I learned is just to ask God for strength, because when I try to do it all on my own. I become exhausted, overwhelmed, and just tired. So just taking each day at a time and just trusting God, hey, God, I need your strength for today. You know, I have a lot on my plate for today, but giving the strength to just see them through or do what I can until the next day and and taking a break when I can and and resting when I can. Those are just the things that are... I've learned, I'm still learning to just totally depend on God's strength for me daily and just resting when I can. Hmm. Because no one else would tell me to rest. You know, <laughs> if I <don't laughs> took the time to rest, I mean it will affect me, it will affect yeah. my business, yeah, it will yeah. affect my family, everything yeah. that surrounds me would be affected by me not getting rest. So those are mine to.
0: No, oh, that's good, Mina. I think um that rest part. I said yeah. That. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say I think what Mina said just the rest part. Because I mean, you know, you can't really be fully prepared for stuff, but I think that you can um you can come with just an understanding of maybe what you learn in a different season. Um so it's not necessarily preparation, but it's just I guess just a, a general understanding. I think like what she said, the rest is is a is a really good one that if you're not rested or it's not a priority, sometimes things go south really bad. (laughs) You know, it's easier to have a conversation with someone who's had some rest or (laughs) put that into it. than someone who has not had any rest, I mean, it is, it's two different conversations. So I think maybe resting and that goes back to priorities again, like what you choose, what you choose to do or what you choose to make important. So. but that's, I mean, I think the part of our rest isn't covered enough because, again, everyone seems to be going, everyone seems to have 20 plates in the air, and in reality, um, that's not really a sustaining thing to do, right? It might work for a year, it might work for two, three years, and then, you know, somewhere something crashes, so... I think um, that's super, super important. Um, I got one more question for us, you know, as we close get close to wrapping up, I think we could really talk about this for about two or three episodes. But, um, you know, I know a lot of the things we talked about were were personal, but, you know, kind of based on your experiences you've had, what would you say some things that help to reduce challenges in your business? Just kind of based on what you've learned moving forward, we talked about rest, we talked about prioritization. We talked about, <clears throat> excuse, me, being, excuse me, being clear on what uh, God wants you to do. Are there any other things that we haven't mentioned that you would say help to reduce crises or challenges in your business? Just kind of thinking about being proactive.
1: Planning ahead of time, if you can. So the things that are in your control, mm-hmm. plan them out you know, I can't control everything, but there are some things I can control. So like, you know, oh my gosh, it's Sunday night. I don't know what I'm going to post on my social media Well, I could plan um, mm-hmm. ahead of time, take 30 minutes and write out some ideas of how I can post. I could prepare those posts ahead of time. Um, so there, I mean, you can't you can't control everything, but whatever mm-hmm. is in your control, if it's you know, um, making sure I have enough for, you know, my my Etsy shop, then I may need to plan, make a schedule of. Okay. I need 30 things by Monday. So that means today's Thursday, maybe I need to do 10 things a day. So just kind of like planning out sort of some foresight. And of course, then when a challenge comes, I may not be so far off because I budgeted three days, So now maybe I have two days to do it, but I'm not like at the last minute trying to get everything done. So I think planning in advance when you can, not waiting to the last minute, um, seeing what you can, you know, how can I split this into smaller tasks also is helpful. Um, Instead of looking at the big tasks, you know, how can I, if I need to prepare and make 3,000 things for, you know, next month. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to wait till September Mm -hmm. 30th to do all 3,000. So I need to draw out. I need to make 10 items each day, whatever, 100 to get to my number. So that has been helpful for me.
0: Mm. Planning, (laughs) planning, planning, planning. That is major key. That is major key for sure. Um, I would add to that. I know in my situation, I think two. Things that help me, you know, we talk a lot about at work about trust, but verify. So like, even when you work with people to be able to confirm, okay, you know, we committed to, uh, you know, September the 30th, are you on track for that? Is more time needed? Okay. I asked for 20, How, how many have you made so far? Have you made 10? Have you made 15? Because I think, you know, a lot of times you might be assuming someone is somewhere that they're not. So trusting but verifying. It takes a lot more work, but a lot of times doing that more intentionally helps to get you to a better outcome, especially when you're working with more people or you're working with something that's more complex. Um, something else too is just, um, and this sounds pretty nerdy, but you know if you're making things, you, you might need specifications. You might need to say, this is the standard for what I expect because in your brain is like, well, it's ruffled. And in someone else's brain is like, well, some parts are it ruffled and some parts. Of it <laughs> you don't spell that out. You you might get, you know, a boo-boo kind of ruffle. So just having really clear expectations, laying those things out, it again, extra work, but you tend to have a better outcome. I mean, I know in my situation when things were looking crazy, I had to take photos, make notes. The elastic must be so. This thing, it can't be the hem can't be catch on one side and drop it on the other side. So I had to get really specific and clear to help to prevent issues in the future. So um trust but verify. Um having a very clear expectation. It might be a specification if you're dealing with a product. And then I mean, just really underscoring what John Day said about planning far, far out in advance so that um things don't take you by surprise. It's a lot easier to fix a problem if you have more wiggle room versus if it's like monkey jam and you like, yeah, I need, I need this thing yesterday. It's like, child, that phone call should have been made last week. And <laughs> it's not happening all the time, boo-boo. So yes, planning really gives you a lot more space to catch problems and deal with them just in a practical sense um, that helps a lot. I think, too, um, with planning, I think it's good to plan, but I think you have to be realistic for the time as mm-hmm. best you can, because sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll do my reel in 10 minutes and then go do, you know, you you plan it, Girl. but that's not reality. <laughs> so you almost set yourself off of, for yeah. a bad situation. You know, it's yeah. like, OK, I'll cook dinner at this time yes. and I'll go to this and that. And it's like, you know, that dinner takes you 45 minutes, so that Fifteen minutes, you're a lot of for I mean, whatever it is that plan it, but learn to have um I guess built in margin with your time and to have a understanding of, of real time what it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um what it would be somebody, I think it was, uh, I can't remember which influencer, but, for just seeing what she does or planning that she has to put real time on there because the reel does not take 10 minutes. So that 10 minutes, you plan in advance. It's like, you, you know, it didn't take you 10 minutes to do your reel last week. It took you a, a good 30 minutes or whatever the time is that plan it, but have a reality of the real time. It will take you to do stuff because sometimes you put times on paper that is not real. I mean, you didn't, it took you way more time last week. So I think some of it is definitely planning, but I think sometimes to have a real understanding of um of your time and almost give yourself a little bit more time. So you don't run into margin issues or you don't end up stressing yourself out, but it, it wasn't it wasn't a real situation to begin with. So it wasn't that you failed, but it's that you weren't realistic with realistic. what your time is and with expectations. Or if you have an event coming up in a month that is like, okay, I have an event coming up in a month, but I have 50 million things. I mean, like um, Charlene and I just had an event for our mom. Um, She ce- celebrated 75 years. So, you know, if I'm planning out for a month, I got all these activities for my mom coming up, my month will look different. So I just have to, I think you have to give consideration for time and what's happening in your life. So if you know that you have multiple things coming up, you got mm-hmm. Um, maybe some big anniversary for a family member or your church is having an event that you are leading, you know, you, you have to, you have to keep that in mind. You know, it's like, you can't just move forward. So yeah, I mapped it. I was like, no, but that's something different you have. So I think, I think planning is good, but I think having a real understanding of time and your own personal events that you have come in your life to factor that in when you build time for stuff. Cause I think sometimes you, you set yourself up that you can't do it, but it wasn't that you couldn't do it. It wasn't realistic for the time that you have or the, or what's happening in your life right now. So I think it's, it's planning, but it's, it's understanding time and being okay that, oh, this took me 20 minutes instead of 10. That's okay. That just means I might not be able to do ABC after, like I hope. And it, I guess back it. what you said earlier, Sarah, about being able to say no sometimes, where it's like, there's literally not enough hours in the day for this to fit something's yeah. got to go and be yeah. really okay with that so i think i think that's really good um minor anything that you would add that really helped you um help you be more prepared for challenges or reduce crises in your business
2: um i have here just set a set aside time to for me just in a week even is one day and say well Wednesday is my day to just work on my business anything for my business on wednesday and just stick with that i think it will help and also i know when we doing this pop-up you know sometimes you get so many things going on and like oh the market is tomorrow i need this i have to yeah. fix this especially for us who sew and make things it's different when you can just go purchase it from the store and kind of, you know oh i have to put a purse together I have to make this earring it takes time you know then you're staying up all night trying to get stuff you know for the next day just randomly when I'm planning on my spare time just make stuff you know just make stuff so I would have it I have enough things already set aside so I'm not scrambling for for product you know I know it doesn't make sense they come in like yeah you got all this stuff over here but I have it when I need it. At least <laughs> I can have this yeah, out you I be struggling to... Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do: just make stuff and put it down. Um. And I wait, you know, to have mm-hmm. an event or I have something going on to um make things. So those are the two, and just um, what I have. Yeah, have stuff stack up, and then I also have, of course, I have a friend who's like a accountability partner who would you know of course you know my situation with everything i got going on we're just checking like hey how not Jatsu doing you know what you been up to are you you know working on it are you been making new things you know should always check in mm-hmm. so that would remind me hey i need to do some stuff so that's been helpful
0: well that's good mina i think having that person outside of you really helps to give you proper perspective and not kind of start swirling or overthinking it. Um, So we are just about out of time. You know, as we close, I just want to open it up. If there's anything else that each of you have to say about the topic of, you know, recovering personal challenges or business challenges, any summary, you know, things that you want to share here with our listeners.
2: Um, I think for me, I would say just based on everything we said and shared, I would say don't shy away from any loss of any struggle you have within your your business or personally, because I think that builds you up, it builds strength in you, Um, it gives you a testimony to help someone else who might be struggling in that area or just feel like, hey, I'm the only one going through this, so just accept it be open to it and at the end of the day for me i believe that if god has given me this idea or this this plan or this business he definitely was going to see me through it he's going to sustain me even if i'm not making millions of dollars right now or i'm making 2 dollars today he's still going to sustain it because he's given me this vision so if he's given you the vision just know that you can trust him to make the provision for your ideas for your business, no matter what stage, no matter what season, just accept whatever challenge come because it's built you for, for what God has for you.
0: So mm. no, tr- true that, um, you know, one thing I would add is that, um, just to be okay with failure. I mean, I think, um, failure is a part of growing. It's a part of building a business and people don't talk about it enough. And I think, um, you know, failing this year was debilitating. I mean, I think the A student in me wanted to go curl up in a ball and just say, this is, I shouldn't be doing this, but I know that entrepreneurs fail and that's how you kind of come out bigger. That's how you you get to the next level. But if you, you're you too scared to make a mistake, then you kind of stay exactly where you are. So I think being okay with failure and being able to not um, be gentle with myself, but like give myself grace to say, yeah, that, that really bombed. It's okay. You tried. You ended up bigger for it. And, you know, you, you stepped out on faith what, what you believe God told you to do. And something good is coming from it. Something good will come from it. But I think sometimes when we run away from failure or, you know, things don't go perfectly, we just, we want to kind of draw back. And um, that's not what we need to do in times of challenges. So, that was a big learning for me. Um, Jandiz, Ciara um, Man. anything else as we wrap up that you wanna share or call out? I mean, I think you guys have shared it, but just um, overcoming challenges looks different. So there's no, no need to compare and see what this person responds is not necessarily how I will respond. So there's no one way to overcome the challenge. And I think us having the conversation, hopefully some will be blessed by this, and we'll share because I think the more you share, not that you have to share in a in a huge space, but even if you share a challenge with one friend, just putting it out there, there's power in that. You know that you don't have to figure out by yourself. That you can share with one person um, and say, you know what, I went through this. This was tough, and just and just sharing it that that might you might be in a position to not just release that, but you don't know how it might bless someone to hear that because they don't know that that's what you are going through. They see you moving Mm -hmm. along. I think everything is great and it may not be great. So hopefully this will bless someone and encourage them to, to share that, you know, if you go through challenges or difficulty, you're not responsible for having all the answers that the answers are in moving forward and figuring it out. And if it gets messy, it's okay. That is not, is not neat and tidy and that's okay. You know, that you can um, feel okay with sharing or if it doesn't go right to get up and try to figure something out and move forward. There's no one way to um, to overcome. There's no one way to figure out challenges in a business. It looks different for different people and that's okay. And you can be empowered to share that with someone else, you know, if, if you choose to, so. No, thank you. Thank you for that, Sarah. I know today definitely blessed me. Our conversation here about y'all's challenges, being able to express my challenges—this, this has been really, really good, um, John. Day. Anything else you want to add as we close out?
1: Um, I'll just say,
0: you know, to watch your words as you're in the challenge.
1: Um, I think it's easy to speak doom and gloom. I'll never get through this. This is really horrible. I mean, not saying be unrealistic, but also. Um, don't just watch your words while you're in it. I think your words have more power than you think. So, you know, you may be in a tough situation, but saying like, oh my gosh, this will never end versus, you know what, I'm gonna get through this. That's a big difference in in what you're um, sort of uh, putting over your life and your business. So just, you know, be cognizant of what you're speaking even as you're in the challenge, so
0: that's it. Amen. Amen, that is that is a, I know you hate that Lord hack, but <laughs> that is a key. <laughs> that is a, uh, what do you call it? success key? Um, but um, no, just everyone, thank you for sharing from the heart. Um, I want us to just go around quickly and see where they can find each of us And uh, we'll go ahead and close out. And I'll start. You can find me at Swakukobedi on Instagram and Facebook and definitely join my email list because these social media platforms are not loyal. So follow me at Swakukobedi to hear more about my adventures. Jande, since I see you on the screen.
1: Yeah, um, you can find me at Broken for Building. That's the priority right now. And then you can also find me at Pepper Bush. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And join my email list as well for Broken From Building and Pepper Bush Accessories, actually. (laughs) And YouTube. YouTube? Yes, but thank you. See, I forgot. Thank you. Join
0: (laughs) me on YouTube, too. That's a lot of
2: platforms, man. Just follow her on YouTube. Okay, Mina. Najatsu Collections on Facebook. Instagram yeah.
0: and TikTok. Okay, now. Okay, thank you, Maya Sierra.
2: All right. Um, just follow
0: the Bookish African Girl on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Sierra Stubblefield. and um, definitely join my email list on the Bookish African Girl to stay connected. So. Yes, and we'll be remiss. Follow us on Craft Savvy um, Market. <laughs> um, we are here. Right. To- we're all business owners we're all makers uh so we're we're in the trenches with you so follow craft savvy market at on instagram facebook and for sure join our email list our email list people get kind of the best juice and uh follow i don't know if people are following podcasts these days or subscribing but you know please (laughs) Please, please, we want to hear from you, and um, yeah, we're building a community for handmade makers. So join in. Um, If you're thinking about a join starting a business, join in. We want to hear from you. We want to support you. We want to see you win. So everyone, thank you so much for listening today. It's going to be a really, really good um, season. We're going to be digging into some personal stories. We're going to be bringing some other makers on here to hear their stories. So we're talking about. Building ourselves as makers at the same time while we're building businesses. So it's going to be really exciting. And thank you for listening today and see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye.